Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to One Good Question, our Friday episode where we answer questions from y'all on Discord. If you want to get involved, goodcompanydiscord.com. There's a tab on the left that says One Good Question. Ask us anything and you will be featured on the show. Today, the question uh, is kind of business related, but Abby's been here long enough to dig in. Um, What is... Shit, where'd it go? What is the most complicated part about owning and running a gym? I get this question so much. I've been doing Instagram lives and I get so many questions about how hard it is and how unprofitable it is. But I think the truth is you hear that from people that own gyms. And if you if you were a florist and you hung out with floral people, they would be saying the exact same thing. Yeah. Like running true. any business is hard. Yeah. There's just a lot of steps. Margins are, are uh, different in, in fitness. Yeah. For but maybe sure. better. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, reoccurring. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not not a product you got to restock. Yeah. You know, like if you're running a supplement store, you got to buy a hundred protein, take a risk that you're going to sell a hundred protein mm-hmm. at a gym and, and you still have rent and overhead and mm. whatever here. You just need people to show up. I think the most complicated thing it, it, for me is we were talking about this before we started rolling um, is projections. Yeah. Projections are, I mean, I, fucking I have an MBA. I should be able to make financial projections, but it's, it's hard. And, yeah. And when we started this business, we had no idea really who our customers were going to be beyond the fact that they were people who wanted to, were concerned about strength and um, wanted to be in a barbell gym. Yeah, understood. Kind of a warehouse-y, hardcore gym. Yeah, beyond that, we got nothing. And and I don't even know if we still do, because we do have a fat USAPL crowd now, but we also have a very normal, I like to squat and bench crowd. Yeah, Gen Pop Fit. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, one step beyond Gen Pop. Right, because they understand the barbell. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the importance of projections? Um, budget, right? Budget. How much to spend here? How much to spend there? What areas to improve on? Um, yeah, like oh, you know, we made this much from clothes, this much from protein bars, this much from membership. Oh, let's find a way to make more on protein bars. Let's find a way to use that money to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of it kind of gives you your your boundaries to work within to wiggle. Does it, does it get easier? What, that Overtime was, projection, yeah, yeah, just because you get more data on the back end, right? right? The more data you have, and that's part of our issue is that our data year to year has been insanely different, yeah, because yeah. of the 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 economical and pandemic and just the environment. The world's been so different, so all all our three years are totally. So you have to take the world into consideration with right. projects, yeah. not right. just this world inside the gym, right? In these walls, if we were in a, lived in a different city or the business was only online or a different business model, we might have better data over the last three years. Yeah, we also started off with some, some subpar software that was, yeah. at the time, cheap. Yeah. But, um, so trial and error. Yeah. Yeah, it was difficult. Collecting like, the data. Like I, I got hit up, because this happens all the time, got hit up by a, um, by a software company uh, about, about switching. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. If you can do this, this, and this, and then solve this and this problem for me, and you can make it easy yeah. And not, not any more expensive yeah. than we currently have, then we can talk. Yeah. But if you can't do any of those things, then there's no point in yeah. the conversation. And being able to project, you know, better, we can project better now than we could before. I, I think that, because um, I, I did new membership projections um, last fall, and I think we're kind of dead on them right now. Yeah. Good job. It's close-ish. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're we're pretty close. Yeah, we're you know sometimes some months are a little bit ahead and some months are a little bit behind. But 
um, you know, I don't know, trial and error. I mean, I think maybe the most, the next most complicated thing is managing your own expectations. Yeah, oh, yeah. because you got to take emotion out of all the data. Yeah, and that's the same with all the shit. I have too many emotions to deal with this. We could tell by that facial expression. Oh yeah, once you said that, what, like with the projections, and I mean that's kind of like training, right? It's yeah. like, very well, similar. If I'm doing this this block, I should be able to do this my next block. I did not squat more than I did this block than last block. Yeah, but like um, the emotional aspect is just. But the outcome still doesn't isn't. For sure, right? You could have hit a better three last block than you hit a three this block. A two two this block. Yeah, but yeah, maybe. But you could still hit a PR at the meet. Yeah. And that's the same with us, right? Because like Jim said, like some membership months are up, some are down. But next month you have a big month and we have a PR out of nowhere where we think we're trending downwards. Right. But but you can't, that's the whole thing of anything you do. Uh, And you mentioned the other show is like, it's all long term. Mm-hmm. What you do in a week never affects what you're going to do in a year. It's like weight right? loss. Right. Yeah, you show up for that week and then show up for the next week and show up for the next week. And then we can look over 12 months what happened. But if you start to microanalyze every little thing, um, the good or the bad, you're, you're probably right. just going to take too much emotion. You can't take the good. You, we, can't, we can't get five new members in a week and freak out like we're about to have too, not enough space here and go right. buy a new lease somewhere because our projections are crazy off three days, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same with your lifting. You can't be like, oh man, I felt so good today and then crank everything up because it's going to fuck up next week. Yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's all about slow, steady returns, slow, steady data, slow, steady adjustments. Is yep. it very objective, like the business side? It's half and half, right? Because you're dealing with humans. Yeah. So you, you do that. You need the data and you need to read that and you need to Probably maybe not 50-50, maybe 70-30 if, if you're running a perfect business, 70% data, because the data doesn't lie. But then you, you got to understand your world. you got to understand your demographic, your purchaser, your community. And, and depending on the gym, the, the clothing's a little bit different than the, the in-person gym. Yeah, you got to feel the vibe of the thing. And, and sometimes you got to take risky calls or, or calls that your gut is telling you to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I, I just as an aside, something else we were talking about before we started here that – then in the trailing 12 months, we have hit the projections I had for the first year. It tells you that's the impact of the, of the, of the pandemic. And that's not really having ex- this kind of experience in this space. Yeah, being in the capital of California in the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's just such a different landscape than most people yeah. fucked with. Mm-hmm. I uh, to answer for me, though, like what the most complicated is, I, I, don't, I don't think anything's complicated. Um, and it's kind of like training. Like just squatting alone isn't complicated. But how do you how do you tie in rep sets? How do you tie in uh, tempos? How do you tie in frequency? So it's like how do you structure the program. Yeah. So that it's a bunch of yeah. mini problems. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of mini puzzles over and over. It's it's like resourcefulness and problem solving. And for me, my my new thing, and it's kind of been this way, but like my brain is always looking for answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't want to look for problems. Problems will show themselves. How do I look for answers and how do I not harp on problems? Because problems are always going to be there. Which problems need solving now? Which problems need a Band-Aid? And then what problems do you let fly? Right? Your, your left toe is, is three degrees wider on your sumo. If you don't have pain, if it's not affecting your lift, that's not a problem we need to solve. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. fucking forget it and let's fix the problem ahead of us. So, yeah, yeah for me, it's just all problem solving. It's, mini step, mini step, mini step. It's too easy to overanalyze. For, dude, I could find problems everywhere. But it, but if things are moving in the right direction, right, by the data, the 70%, mm. um, just whatever problems are, are the biggest or, or move the, the needle, what makes the most amount of sense to make the most amount of money that, that will make an effect. Mm-hmm. Um 
that's what I'm, I'm, I'm just always trying to focus on. So it's, yeah, the, the, the most complicated thing is doing all the little things. Mm, managing. I mean, I guess seeing everything, but also everything. not getting too caught up in the little things at the same time. For, yeah, for sure. That too, right? You spend all this oh time worried God. about your foot being 3% out. Now you're not even getting your reps in for the day or you're not getting your protein in the day because you're so overanalyzed on the degree of your knee travel. I was definitely like that. And then you just get tired. Yeah. You just get tired with experience. You just get tired of having so many problems. You're like, wait a minute. Like, why am I worried about these things? Because yeah. you'll find real problems. Get sanded off by mm-hmm. the experience and yeah, time reps. and reps. Yeah. You'll find the real problems and realize your toe doesn't even freaking matter. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, now your other shit's hurting. Yeah. Do you have any business stuff that you found complicated doing online coaching, in-person coaching, run, helping us run the gym? God, emotions. I think it's... Your own or people's? Um, Both. <laughs> 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 like managing my own as well as like taking those into consideration and being emotionally invested. Yeah. I was talking to Caitlin about this this morning, like just being like caring so much and then needing to, um, as a coach, you have a plan, you know, athlete decides whether they want to or care about following it or tell you or don't tell you about things that they do or don't do. Um, and then maybe things aren't going right for them. And then they're going off the walls yep. about like they're losing their head. And I, it's, it's like, that makes me lose my head a little bit. But then I realize I need, I'm the one who needs to keep it on so they could keep theirs on yeah. and like show face of, Oh, everything's fine. Even if it's, if it's not, they need to know it's that a little meme, right? And the dogs run around the house is on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, it's just a lot of that. And then when you care so much and things aren't going right, it's like, what am, shit, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, I guess and that's like, a, how do I fix it? That ties into like the 70 30. Like 30% is going by your gut and what feels good. But when you're dealing with people, your business is people. So emotions do matter and how you talk yeah. to people and how you welcome people and how you manage relationships. Because within community, within coaching, within classes, within online, within an Instagram, all these things have such a human component to it that there is no data. Mm-hmm. Right? How do you talk to people? There's no data. So yeah, how do you how do you kind of smooth yeah. things out and, and neutralize these waves of emotions? Again, yeah. both yours because you are human, mm-hmm. and the people you're dealing with. Yeah, when it comes to like like um, things that don't go the right way, if if they don't match your projections or whatever, it's hard, at least for me, to not doubt, to just I doubt myself so much, you know. And it's like, well, I don't probably probably not doing something right. Instead of like considering all these other factors that are out of my control. Yeah. Type of and thing. then while that's going on internally, yeah. how, how is that going to your class when you're teaching them? And that's right. something I focus on every day as much because I'm, I'm a pretty emotional creature. But like how can I you call it fake or sugarcoat it if you want. But how do I bring my best outside self every day here despite the chaos that's going on in my little dark brain or in yeah. my personal life? Because part of, separate our job, them. part of our job too. Yeah, is being the being the leader, being the both me to you guys and me to the members and me, right? How do I yeah. bring a positive? How every time do I step in a room and leave something positive? You know the old saying of like you're camping or some shit, and like leave the place better than you found it. How do I do that in every interaction that I have in life, despite the the litter that's going on between my ears? Litter. Yeah, because I was talking about cleaning up at a campsite. It was just oh, a real big sorry. analogy. It was a big tied-in analogy. We kind of yeah. lost the metaphor somewhere yeah, along I was the in their analogies weaving. Okay. I was just weaving a dream. Okay, I yeah. got it. Thanks. Thank you. That, we low, had visuals, that low moaning was the metaphor yeah. being shoved into <laughs> Yeah, if I could have, if I had visuals. Left. If this was a documentary, a little cartoon would have popped up, you would have exactly. got it. It's a real now. Yeah, we could. Put garbage in his head, between his ears. Garbage in your head, jerk. <laughs> um, yeah. 
that's complicated. I don't think anything in life's that complicated, you know? Like, sure, like inventing the nuclear bomb or some shit probably was, but yeah. that's the thing with most of Yeah, most of life isn't one problem. No. You know? <laughs> I will that say would make I, it easier actually. One big problem's much more easy to attack than a million even powerlifting. Why is powerlifting hard? Because you gotta get your squat bench and dead good. Mm-hmm. If you just got your dead good, we can fo- you know, like singular focus allows singular energy and that's easy. Mm-hmm. When you get when you're spread doing a bunch of shit, that's when the, the shit gets difficult. Yeah. Uh, this viral video that I think was on my Instagram story uh, yesterday, it's a ping pong match, but the the I table is split. Yeah, and, it blew my mind. And it's moving. Have well, you seen both it? of them are moving. It's crazy. There's one guy playing, and the split by the net, and another guy moving the table to help this guy win, and then someone's moving the table for Seabass and helping him win. So they're floating around. Yeah, it's crazy. Some work days feel like this. Yeah, that's wild. Where there are just too many moving parts. No, that's very much my brain. Oh. Yeah. Um, that's what's happening to me on a daily basis. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's not right. too bad. You're... You have much more going on than I do, which makes me feel better, I guess. Oh, thanks. Oh. <laughs> well, because I'm like, well, if he can handle it. I don't know what I can so handle. So can I. I can fake handle it. We show up every day. I do show up. Yeah. That's is. all we do. Show up. Show Hashtag. up. Show out. All right, Abby, where can they find you? Send Instagram. the P.O. Box. Instagram at avi.lu. P.O. Box is 2010 at uh, 2010 3rd Street, Sacramento, California, 95818. Send her gifts. We'll open them on stream. Something funny, something fun. Um, new episodes every Wednesday, Friday. Appreciate you guys so, so, so much. Uh, we will be at National September 14 and 15 watching Abby Smash Weights. Uh, otherwise, you can find us at 3rd Street Barbell, Sacramento, California. Good company apparel, 3SB.co. I'm Solomon Mike, where you want to find me? I am at DJ McDean on the social media. This show is 50% facts per percent is a word, and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>